This is exactly right. On the 12th season of Tenfold More Wicked, we investigate a series of compelling mysteries from the city of Fall River, Massachusetts, where problems started generations before Lizzie Borden's murders made her a household name. Join me as we cover the misfortunes that have befallen this infamous town for more than 150 years, including the Great Fire of 1843. Season 12 premieres Monday, May 13th on Exactly Right. Follow Tenfold More Wicked on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, welcome to My Favorite Murder, the mini-sode. This is your hometown episodes where we read you the hometown murders that you remember and you know and hate and send them to us at myfavoritemurder@gmail.com. That's right. Are you ready to go? Are you ready? Let's read you your stories. Back to you. Do you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. Um, this was, the title is My Grandfather Was on Unsolved Mysteries. Hello there. My maternal grandfather, James Riley Hill, was in the Navy and flew blimps in World War II in San Francisco on August 16th, 1942. 27-year-old Lieutenant Ernest DeWitt Cody and 34-year-old Ensign Charles Ellis Adams were to fly Flight 101 to patrol the California coast for Japanese submarines. My grandfather, who was 20 years old at the time, was supposed to fly with them that morning. But for some unknown reason, he was called off the blimp. An hour and a half after takeoff, Lieutenant Cody radioed squadron headquarters reporting an oil slick on the water. That was the last contact ever received from Flight 101. Three hours later, the blimp was seen eight miles off the coast over Daly City, which is right next door to San Francisco. The blimp crashed in the middle of the street, empty. The blimp was empty. My grandfather said the ignition switch was still on. The radio was still on and working. Nobody had touched the fuel valves and they were set up just the way I'd left them. We still had another six hours of fuel. They were There were tons of theories, from UFOs to being kidnapped by Japanese, to them having a fight and tumbling out, but they were never found. That must have been quite a spooky sight, though, an empty blimp just drifting over the city. In 1992, on Season 5, Episode 24, my grandfather appeared on Unsolved Mysteries to tell his story. It was amazingly cool. They get flown to the shooting. They got flown to the shooting and put up in a hotel my grandmother said that robert stack was very handsome (laughs) yes i showed the episode of my fifth grade class and i remember a girl saying if he would have gotten on the blimp you would have never been born it blew my mind well fifth grader (laughs) on a side note one night my mom and i got drunk on whiskey and read a bunch of letters that my grandfather and grandmother had written to each other when they were barely out of their teens and my grandfather was in the war they were incredibly touching and adorable they were married for 57 years my grandfather passed away in 2001 and my grandmother in 2005 thank you guys so much for the great podcast and i can't wait to see you guys someday in atlanta we have a great mfm group here Christian. I've seen that episode Christian. of Unsolved Mysteries. I definitely remember it from childhood. Because they reenact the theory of them fighting their way out oh, and falling into the ocean. I don't remember that. Which is so unlikely. They say that it's unlikely or whatever, but it's like you, I totally remember that specific reenact. Because they would have found the bodies if it was right off the coast. 
Probably. Sharks. Maybe. Sharks, maybe. I believe UFOs before tumbling out of the cockpit. I mean, the UFO idea is fascinating. But yeah, even the Japanese thing is interesting. Yeah. I think it was Kristen. And I just want to clarify. It was the person's name was Kristen. Oh, OK. OK. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you. Kristen. Kristen. Cheers to your grandparents. I know. And them being born. Yeah. OK. Um. OK. This the headline is or the subject line is my hometown story is essentially the plot of the movie Never Been Kissed, but with fake British royalty and a sex offender. <laughs> OK. Hello, humans and animal friends. MFM is bomb and I love you all. I'm coming to the live Min Minneapolis show in October and I'm losing my fucking mind with excitement. <laughs> my hometown story does not include murder. But it does include a pile of human garbage who briefly attended my high school. Awesome. I grew up in a small town called Stillwater, 30 minutes outside of Minneapolis. If you like beautiful scenery, creepy antiques, and old-fashioned candy stores, um, we should you should visit when we're in, you're in Minnesota. Yes. Yes. All of those things. All of it. Um, in 2006, when I was a freshman in high school, an upperclassman started um, bringing an exciting new MySpace friend to school with him. This friend spoke in a British accent and mm. introduced himself as Caspian James Crichton Stewart the fourth. <laughs> Made up. <laughs> the, that's like only a high school would, a high schooler would be like, yeah, that's yes. definitely your name. More names. Yeah, more names. Um, and I actually hadn't finished. It's oh. Caspian James Crichton Stewart. Crichton Dash Stewart the fourth, comma fifth Duke of Cleveland. So that's he's fucking gilding the lily there. Jesus. He said he was doing his senior year in the states and was considering attending our high school. People were interested in him because he claimed that he was the twenty seventh in line to the British throne oh. and told stories about hanging out with Prince William and Prince Harry, even though he was pretty douchey from the start. <laughs> Demanded that people call him your grace. No. <laughs> Everyone was warm, friendly, and welcomed him into the school until things got capital W-E-I-R-D weird. Oh, my God. In parentheses, er. The school newspaper began looking, began doing a story on him, and he gave information that didn't quite add up. Nerds. I love the nerds at the school newspaper. Investigative it's so journalism. good. Who the fuck is this guy? Um... So they couldn't find anything about his lineage in the books on Br British nobility and the Wikipedia page about him was poorly written. Shocker. The page listed someone named Joshua Gardner as a contributor. And when the reporter started Googling his name, they found photos of the Duke oh. on a sex offender registry. No. He was a fully adult pervert posing as a royal British exchange student, presumably so he could prey on young teens. Oh, my God. <laughs> So fucking gross and stupid. Luckily, the student reporters were badasses and cracked the case Hell wide yeah. open before he had a chance to abuse anyone at our high school. SSDGM bye. Those L. motherfuckers. What's the equivalent of the purple heart of the medal for high schoolers? The the medal of honor. Um, the high school medal of honor would probably be like a like a six pack of beer right and like maybe a pack of um what's the, med the acne medication that they sell on tv oh some well uh pro proactive there we thank go you, steven. thank you steven the millennial thank you steven uh proact a pack of proactive and a six pack of beer i mean that's incredible it's the best story of all time thank you for the internet <laughs> 
Wow. Also, anyone who demands that you call him your grace yeah. when he is trying to fucking fly by as 27th in the line to the throne of the British. Yeah, 27. <laughs> Good luck becoming. Hi. Yeah. You're so American. I wouldn't call fucking Prince William your grace. You wouldn't? You're supposed to. Okay, I would. <laughs> no, I would. You're right. I would. I'm being no a badass. Not if he came to your school. Right. If I went to go meet him, but it was like, hey, what's up? You know? He would be like, what's up? Yeah. There's no way he'd be like, stop, stop you. Let me stop right. you right there. Right. You if I clearly... met him on his grounds, I would call him whatever you're supposed to call him. You would call him whatever the person that whispered in your ear yeah. before you actually walked up to him. Right. They tell you what to sure. say. Sure. Curtsy, call him John. Then I'd be like, I only high five, though. You'd be like, please don't high five. <laughs> please. We had a terrible problem about that earlier. Um. Okay. This one... This one's sweet <laughs> in a fucked up way, but I love it. Uh, Steven, on point stories that you've provided me with this week. All right. This one's called You've Got a Fan in Prison. It's my dad. Oh, really? <laughs> sweet. Is this about us? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, are they talking to us when they say that? Yeah. You've got a fan in prison. Karen but in Georgia. Some, sometimes that's about other people. It's okay. my dad. Okay. Hey, fam. That's us. <laughs> Just wanted to share a sweet note of thanks that let you know one of the many ways you have both impacted me. My dad is currently in South Dakota State Penitentiary, awaiting sentencing and a transfer to a federal pen in November. It's not murder, rather a second a second drug offense. And then in parentheses, addictions are a real bummer. Yeah. But, early, yeah. but earlier this summer, we spent some time trying to get to know each other better. I'm 35. He'll be sentenced on my 36th birthday. Cool. <laughs> and he hasn't been a part of my life really since I was 15 or 16. Again, drugs are a bummer. So I told him I... So I told him I spent a lot of time listening to your podcast and he wrote down the name. He figured out how to download and listen. And when we spoke, when I spoke to him for the first time today in a few months, um, relieved he wasn't dead in a ditch, just in prison. And the first thing he said was, kiddo, I listened to my favorite murder. Those are some righteous, badass ladies. No. Yeah. He enjoys the foul language, back and forth <laughs> banter and the way you empower women, especially me. He's getting a tablet soon and then wrote, prison is crazy now <laughs> and we'll be able to listen more. <laughs> anyway, thanks for doing what you do. It means so much to so many of us. If you're ever in Richmond, Virginia, I'd love to say thank you in person. I thought that said in prison. Um, <laughs> there's a beautiful historic theater here called The Bird and I can totally picture y'all at the second act after the old timey organ player performs. Yes. XO Kelsey. 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 That is so, well, first of all, it's so touching. Yeah. When your dad makes the effort to look into your dumb interest, like it is so touching yeah. and it's such a good sign of a good dad that really cares about you. It's that's the trying. Only, that's the way you show people you care about right. them. Right. He's you take trying interest again. in them. It's incredible too that thought of like how happy she was to be able to talk to her dad again uh, in a couple months, knowing he's safe in prison. Yeah. And not years and probably years of thinking he was dead in a ditch. And yeah. that's the next time she was going to hear about him. It's it's so awful. But I love that he thinks we're righteous badass. Things. I mean, and also just that he's, I don't know, but he's in whatever journey he's on, he's staying connected to a person that means a lot to him, and which is she's his own daughter. Letting him. And she's letting him. Beautiful. It's really lovely. As two people, you and I, who have connections with our dads, it's nice to hear stuff like that. Yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's cool. I have to say, it kind of 
I kind of think it's cool. It kind of gives us so much credibility. I mean, <laughs> thank you, Kelsey. Thanks, Kelsey. That was a, that was a lovely I thing to share. I hope he hears this and <clears throat> we say, you got this, dude. Come on. Know. Keep it up. Keep, keep it up. up. Keep it up. Keep on keeping on. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's Journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. Hey, Karen, you know that feeling when you're stressed out and your heart starts to pound and your mind is racing? I do. I know it well. Well, while there's no cure for stress, therapy can help shape your response to it. And since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, there's no better time to try Talkspace. When you sign up for Talkspace, you'll receive a personalized match with a therapist or psychologist, typically within 48 hours. Forbes rates Talkspace as the number one online therapy platform, plus their licensed professionals are in network with almost all major insurance companies. Once you meet your therapy goals, or if you want to cancel for any reason, Talkspace will provide you with a prorated refund for unused time. I feel like these days people understand the importance of therapy, but the difficult part is just taking that first step. It took me months to make my first therapy appointment. I was so scared. I had a lot of ideas in my head about it. And that's why I think Talkspace is such a good idea, because making it so approachable will just get you there sooner. Then you can actually get in there, figure out what you need, talk to an actual professional, and be on your way to solving some stuff that you might want to solve. To celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering our listeners $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. Go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and use promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash MFM and enter promo code SPACE80 and get $80 off your first month and show your support for our show. That's Talkspace.com slash MFM. Enter promo code space 80. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God. Yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient made in cookware. Made in was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Maiden. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of made-in products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. 
What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill. If you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom, it's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. This subject line is my granny helped me solve a kidnapping. What? Dear Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and all the fur babies. I gotta say it. Fucking, I... They're fur babies. Can I, am I allowed to say I hate fur babies? Oh, yeah. You don't... Yeah, you just... Fur babies is... Uh, it's I like, mean, I, it's I like, get... People like it. It's like women who call... Mothers who call themselves mama. Like, this mama's super fierce. I hate that. You know, it's like, that's what, that's what, like, the millennials, millennial mothers on, who are in, in, uh, on YouTube? On YouTube and, like, on Instagram call themselves oh, mama. Okay. Mama. Like, this is a fierce mama right here, or mama bear. They call themselves, like, sorry, Jesus Christ. I mean, for babies and mama. We all have our things. Uh, okay. So this is, I don't, that's right. I don't have a hometown murder, but I do have this weird ass tale to tell. So about eight years ago, I moved to the USA to work as an au pair in Florida for a single dad and his 11 month old twins. Their mom had died giving birth and he had struggled without family support around. He was such a lovely guy. He worked super long hours, but he was always excited to come home to his kids. And he used to joke that he'd hired a Scottish au pair because his wife had also been from Scotland and he hoped maybe the babies would have their accent. Flags, flags, flags. So many flags. Let's list the flags. I honestly loved working for him so much so that I decided to extend my one year visa and return to the UK before Christmas to break the news to my parents and to catch up with my friends. However, almost as soon as I was on Scottish soil, I got the flu, Mm -hmm. the proper, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm a death's door flu, and I went straight to bed. My granny couldn't wait for me to be well to visit and called around a few days later with... Urn brew, which is a Scottish soda known to cure hangovers, and a pile of old lady magazines. You know, the kind that have all those trashy true crime cheating husbands ghost stories in them. Yes. Well, I start to leave through <gasps> one and no. stumble across a picture of my twins. The article is about a woman who whose estranged husband had taken their two-month-old uh. babies out for the day. And never brought them what back. What in the fucking shit are the goddamn chances? <laughs> she knew they were likely in the USA, but had no clue where. I became so hysterical crying that my mom came in to investigate, but blamed my being delirious with the flu oh. and tried to convince me that, of course, I hadn't been living with and working for a kidnapper. Bullshit, mom. However, come on. after showing her photographs of the now 21-month-olds, oh. I eventually convinced her to phone the police. It took several weeks, but the man that I'd been working for was arrested for breaching a protection order and the children were, were returned to their mother in the UK. Looking back, there are a few things that stick out, like the lack of family around and the fact that the kids never went to the doctor and that one time we drove to New York instead of flying. But otherwise, I swear he seemed super, super normal. Oh my God. SSDGM, Meg. Meg. Meg, that's not uh, I want to so. see. I wish we had gotten her on stage to tell that because I want to talk to her so bad. That 
She is, I mean, that's a hometown right there. Dude. She's right in the center. Do you guys have something like that? It doesn't have to be a murder. It doesn't have to be a murder, but a fun reveal. Yeah. I think that's things like that where you think things are one way and then boom. How a year. It's not even like a month that she was living there and then left. It's like, and then what are the chances that grandma, like she got sick so that she could get these magazines from her grandma who wanted to make her... Who's excited? Like this is that's this crazy. is the Lord in action. I tell you about Jesus Christ, your personal savior. Don't listen to me. I listen now. I believe you. <laughs> I mean, I guess the kids wouldn't have been kidnapped to begin with if Jesus Christ. He wasn't in Scotland. Okay, he was out of the country. He's all, everyone knows he's only in America. <laughs> but we only, but he only. We should cut all of that out. I mean, but don't. He, I, can I just say one thing? I finished my last uh, New Zealand candy bar. Thank God. I left mine in my rental car. What? No, but they have them there for me. They have them there for me. (laughs) You got so much. No, no. Crazy? No, they have them there for me. I had a pistachio, no, no, a hazelnut one that is the best thing I've ever Mm. tasted. It was crazy. I was like, please, thank God these are gone now. I can't keep eating this chocolate. Mm. But it, I'm kind of glad I haven't had mine for the past couple of days because it was in my car. I didn't bring it out. It's probably all melted. I left it in the rental car. I haven't gotten it in two days because I was going to give some to my family when I see them this weekend. But if I hadn't done all that, I, they, I would have eaten them all for sure. Here's me. I think watching. I have more than you, too. Yeah, I hope to God you do. Because I just have the ones that basically you were like putting things in a bag. And so it was just whatever's and, but there. There was like three white chocolate ones and you don't eat that. No, no, no. There was no there was a, such a nice variety. But like, I'm not interested in being exotic with candy. Yeah, it's I like, give me weird. some quality chocolate. Sure. Give me one of those koalas with the caramel inside. Got it. Someone tweeted us and said, put those in the freezer. The caramel <gasps> gets really hard and chewy. Uh, it's like a frozen Twix. Come on. Stop it. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. What was your... That was me. I just... It was just to say... Oh, the UK. Basically that the... I was thinking of the grandma and the magazines and then the candy, but then it went to the... Right. The chapter is closed in our Australian candy. I don't think that the Austra- that New Zealand is in the UK, by the way, when I just said... No, you knew that it was... You were talking about the hometown, right? Right? right, right, right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those are good. Those were great. Yeah. Good job, Steven. Thanks, Steven. Uh, thank you guys for writing those in and please send yours to my favorite murder at Gmail. The fucking, the catchier the, the subject line, the more likely maybe that Steven will read it. Yes. Well, it's just easier. Yeah. It's easier to know what you're about to get. Yeah. Uh, the never been kissed thing was the perfect, yeah. like, it's just like this, but that. Yes. Come on. Great. Make it easy. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for listening and we'll talk to you later. Stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Meow. Do you want him to? <laughs> Elvis. It's your scene. Dottie. Dottie, you want a cookie? Oh, Dottie, you want a cookie? Oh, no, no comment. Oh, Dottie. Elvis, you want a cookie? Did you get that? Yes. Dottie.